Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. everyone and welcome to your bona fide favorite on the road pop culture i was gonna say phenomenon <laughs> just a podcast look we are verging on phenomenon at this point the fact that we are recording in a camper van and that we are in between events that we've still made time for this record i think is pretty phenomenal that is phenomenal like so just to give you not that you asked but to give you live and I's day Got up, newsletter obviously, everyone should subscribe if you haven't yet. Um, oh, we're in Otatahi, Christchurch at the moment, staying in our camper van, which has been fucking cracker. We're just staying literally on a patch of grass in um, one of the campsites. Yeah, like an inner city campsite. Yeah, it's pretty cute. It is. I was going to say where we're near, we don't need to go into that. No. Um, and anyway, we went to our coffee catch-up. We've been hosting these all across the country, and it went from 8 till 10. It was gorgeous. They all have been. So, so cute. Honestly, you guys shock me every time. I know. I'm like, fuck, there's some such lovely people that listen to this. Yes. it's And it's so, honestly, it was so fun to meet you all, because we don't get to do that by sitting behind the microphone and then we went into a was it a journalism class a journalism class at UC Christchurch Uni and we spoke for about an hour at the journalism class then Liv and I bounded over to a podcasting class so we've just come from speaking to a class for about an hour about podcasting like as if we know what the fuck we're talking Honestly, about. Honestly, and then now we're actually doing the ten thing. Doing the thing. That so, we talked about for fucking ever. Anyway. Anyway, we've loved it. Like, it's been... Oh, yeah, that sounded really, um, kind of... Kind of... Aggressive uh, of me. Yeah, but... Yeah, that's not how I meant it. It was actually so great. So cool to hear what other people were doing their podcasts on. Like, they yeah. literally have an assignment to do a podcast, and I think that's the coolest thing ever. Literally. And so, now it feels very funny that in between, we have another event in, like, an hour, and so we're sitting here rushing you a quick pod on the road, um, sitting on the bed in our camper, drinking some Karma Cola, and vibing out. Now today we are doing a bit of a different episode. It's just going to be two stories that we came across this week um, and it might be a bit shorter than usual because you gals are booked and busy. First of all we're talking about Rex Orange County. Um, I know a lot of you have probably heard about this story by now but he has been accused and charged with sexual assault. So we're going to go on to that story, the reactions we've been seeing from people, how it's made us feel, what being charged actually means. Um, and Liv, you're going to bring us... We're going to also talk about Brad and Angelina and the legal battles that are going on between the two of them and the new kind of documents that have come about during those legal battles. Really interesting stuff. It's yeah. been going on for a long time. So And something that I feel like I need to know more about because 
I haven't been coming across this in my day-to-day scrolling. No, I know. Same, loose. So, anyway, love, first of all, what describes your week? Okay, what describes my week as it very much describes your week is close quarters. Close quarters. <laughs> we have not been in this close quarters. With, like, I mean, we're in pretty close quarters yeah. with each other at all times. I mean, as you know, we all work together on a daily basis. I live with Ruby. Me and Lucy used to live together. But we are all in a camper van together, and it is close quarters. It's like... To get from the front of the camper to the back of the camper, it's like gridlock traffic. No, it like is. You have to Tetris your way around each other. And we've all got these massive suitcases because we've decided, obviously, we're away for two weeks and we want to be we looking chic. everything we, we need- ever have owned. <laughs> so it is incredibly close. We also have my little brother, Ben, driving us around. So there's four of us in this camper. It's iconic, um, but... We'll be glad to see the back of each other, I think, when we're done. I think maybe for in a, a nice weekend way. and then we'll see the front of each other again and be just as happy. True, true. Um, the thing that describes my week, Liv, and yeah, you so know this. Thanks for asking. It's actually a person that describes my week. Do you know who it is? Oh my god, of course I do. Matt Healy. Yeah, Matty Healy has taken over my life. It's since me and Liv spoke about him last week on Culture Vulture which forced me to do a deep dive on him and how unhinged he is and chaotic he is. And coincidentally, which is actually really good subliminal marketing, mm-hmm. the 1975, who he's the front man of, um, released a new album in the midst of my obsession. So obviously, and every it's funny because every time I see him come up on my TikTok, all the comments are like, this man is so toxic, but I love him. Or my toxic trait is that I love this unhinged man. Or like, why do I love him? I don't know. And he's just done a chicken shop date. Oh, and which it's... I really need to watch. Do you know why I think people are so obsessed with Maddie Healy at the moment? It's because, well, I don't know if you've been finding this loose, but, like, the more time I spend on TikTok or Instagram or whatever, I just, like, everything's really fucking polished. Yes. And, like, I think there's just so much PR in, like, just everything being crystal clean yeah. and like whatever and he's just coming in and disrupting the industry yeah and actually being like a real fucking person yes and a person that has issues and has yeah. overcome issues yeah exactly and a person that's not afraid to kind of say what they're thinking at all times i it's really refreshing mm-hmm. and so we did a deep dive on his twitter the other day for the podcast last week and it was just so funny and from i think anyone that's like funny on main or funny online i'm yeah. just like love you second of all just do want to put on the record that he is a recovered heroin addict and he does seem to be really like he obviously loves touring and they've just started sort of playing live gigs again and he's really drunk on stage and he's smoking a lot and he's falling over and he's he's an incredible front man but like I do wonder like are you okay you know when Mm. recovered drug addicts really lean into alcohol and cigarettes absolutely and as we've talked about the whole touring thing is fucked on anyone let alone someone who has had that abuse I know to substances in their background so I think I feel like because I don't see anyone bringing this up in the comments or talk like that all they love him for who he is and they're happy that he's having such a good time but a lot of the comments are like 
this man is so drunk, blah, blah, blah. And I'm kind of like, this worries the shit out of me, actually. Yeah, well, now that you love him. And and I've bought tickets to go and see the 1975 when they come to Auckland. Now that you're emotionally involved. I am. Honestly, it feels like back when I started getting obsessed with One Direction and I'm worried about what, like, I feel like love. No, honestly, every time I look over at your, not that I'm (laughs) looking at your phone screen all the time, but it's always me. Maddie Healy, like, we're typing next to each other on our laptops. <laughs> like, literally seeing her type, my obsession with Maddie Healy. <laughs> I'm writing about it in the newsletter. Oh, honestly. So, there's our weeks in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Quite literally, close quarters, and Maddie Healy has also been in, in these close quarters. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, now, love, I do want to talk about this story that really rocked you and I and Ruby, oh, all of us, last week. Absolutely. Just before I get into the story, I do want to give a content warning. We will be referencing sexual assault throughout this piece and abuse, actually, throughout the second story about Brad Pitt and Angelina. So if either of these topics you don't want to listen to or you don't have the space to listen to right now, um, feel free to go and listen to one of our other episodes or to just listen on with care. So singer Rex Orange County, who we all know, I think we've possibly talked about him and his new album maybe. on. I think, we a, def- I think we've recommended it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he has been charged with sexual assault. So I will just put on the record that we don't know a lot about this story. There's one article that I think was posted on BBC originally or one of the big news outlets yeah. originally. And it's basically been the only source of information that we have. Yeah, it feels like it's just been repurposed by every other news account. Yes. So Rex Orange County, whose real name is Alexander O'Connor, has been charged with sexually assaulting a woman in six separate instances this past June. Now, this is according to new reports from The Sun following the 24-year-old's appearance at Southwark Crown Court in London. So he's been to court. You'll remember, Liv, he had to cancel his tour. Yeah, we had tickets yeah. for his tour. And then it was cancelled, we thought, due to mental health problems. And the statement was, you know, due to personal, personal. circumstances. Mm-hmm. So it was left up to our interpretation. Obviously, we had nothing to... Like, we didn't know anything that would make us think anything different than mental health issues but yeah he was obviously going through this court case and so on june the 1st in 2021 um he allegedly assaulted a woman twice in the west end then four additional times the following day including once in a taxi and three times at his notting hill home so the woman is said to be over the age of 16 Rex Orange County or Alexander O'Connor was released on unconditional bail after pleading not guilty to the six charges. And Liv, I did just want to read out on here the difference between being charged and being convicted mm-hmm. and being alleged. Like there's all these words that... All this jargon yeah, that can really kind of 
change the way that you interpret this. Yes. So being charged with a crime, which is what has happened to Alexander, um, means that the government has formally accused a person of a crime. So a person charged with a crime is by law innocent. Mm -hmm. And so then, so he has pled not guilty. And this is honestly all we know um, up until now. Um, One of his representatives said, Alex is shocked by the allegations which he denies and looks forward to clearing his name in court. So it must go on to a further trial. He is unable to make any further comment because of the ongoing proceedings. Now, on TikTok, there's been quite a, um emotional reaction mm-hmm. to this. I think Rex Orange County's music really spoke um, to a lot of people and a lot of people struggling with mental health issues. He seemed to be very vulnerable and confronting and confronted in his music. And it touched a lot of young people. Mm-hmm. And lots of people got tattoos for him. You know, they dedicated lots of their life to loving his music. And this is going to bring a really, really difficult sort of coming to terms with mm-hmm. this whole case. And I think this will be like a um, another question like we spe- speak about often on this podcast right now about um, separating the art and the artist, but not for years. Like I think right now you always have to believe the victim. There has been a reason that this has come forward. We don't know. We mm-hmm. weren't there. We need to let the court do its thing. But everyone is allowed to feel how they need to feel because it is shocking and jarring. It is shocking. And then we also know how, you know, court systems often don't turn out particularly well for the victims. And he's obviously a person with money and power. But in saying that, he hasn't been, you know, we do live in He hasn't been convicted. We do live in a society where it's like innocent until proven guilty. It's just really hard in these spaces when we don't know what's happened to like make judgments because people are starting to already yes yes and it's really interesting also to see on tiktok um his obviously his final show which Mm. everyone just thought was his final show because he was taking time off yeah but it was in fact his final show and he was really really emotional and the audience was really emotional as well but the audience didn't realize they were basically crying for someone that may have done something incredibly awful Literally, that is something where I'm like, you have every right to feel like you were almost taken advantage of in that situation. Yeah, like a little bit played. Yeah, a little bit played for sure. I mean, you know, when you go on TikTok and then you see all of these people already taking it as fact that he has sexually assaulted mm. this this girl, like that can be a little jarring for me as well because I'm like, fuck, but then also this side of things is also like really fucking jarring too because yes. you're like, well, if you have done this, like other people crying for you, they, you would just yeah. feel so strange about yes. that whole circumstance. Absolutely. And this obviously will be something we will follow up and yeah. we will follow on Culture Vulture because this is, I mean someone basically of our generation and it's, it's happening kind of before close our to eyes. Home. Like yeah. you are a huge fan of yeah. who you were. Uh, I know. It's a whatever. complicated it's a complicated thing. Like some of his music has changed like lots of people's lives, I mm-hmm. think. And like we saw him at Laneway mm-hmm. and yeah, like we said we were gonna go to his concert. When you have experiences tied to a certain person that yeah. like now is almost tarnished in your memory, but then we don't even know. So it's hard. God, it's, it's so a, com- complicated. It's complicated, um, but we did feel like we had to talk about it, and we will be following this story up. 
Now, Luce, we have got a second story for today, and that is all about Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie and their ongoing custody battle, but also their other ongoing lawsuit that we will get into because there's actually kind of two things going on at once here. So I'm sure you all know who Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie are. They are so fucking famous. I remember, like, that was... All I saw in tabloids when, or in Woman's Day or Woman's Weekly growing up and just being yep. like to my mum, what is Brangelina and why do I know so much against my will about these people? Literally, Brad Pitt, Angelina and Jennifer Aniston exactly. was just for, for years, for decades. Yeah. Like that's still going on yeah. and it's so fucking weird. Anyway, as I said, they don't really need an introduction. They were probably one of the most famous celebrity couples, probably because it was one of the most famous kind of, Affairs? I don't know whether it was a cheating scandal um, from Brad and Jennifer and Angelina was the other woman yes. and all of that sort of shit. So they actually didn't get married until 2014 and then they got divorced in 2016. So their actual marriage was really short. Oh my God. But I think their relationship was longer. Longer. So why are they back in the media? Like, why is everyone talking about them right now? And it's basically because, as I said before, there's a couple of things going on at once. So they have been going through a divorce and a custody battle. Okay, we're not saying custody again. Oh my god, I know, I know, I know, I know. know. Damn, okay, yep, but we're going to get through it. Yep. Um... (laughs) They're going through a divorce and a custody battle that has been going... No, we can't. Oh, we can't. Oh, but when you say custody battle, I'm just thinking no, two people throwing custody at each other. No, I okay, no. I know, I know, I know. But I we know. can't today. No, not today. So they've been going through a divorce and a battle over the custody of their children for about six years now, which is so fucking long. But it's like, why are we talking about it now, considering it's been going on for so long and it's kind of been under wraps, like no one's really been discussing it. So what's happened is that basically documents have recently been released due to another ongoing lawsuit over a winery that they owned together, that they used to own together, which this document that came out gave details on an incident that happened on a plane ride in 2016 where Brad Pitt allegedly assaulted Angelina Jolie and one of their children. Mm. So here's a bit of like a timeline of what the fuck has gone on and is still going on because it's like this whole thing, right? So basically in 2012, Brad and Angelina, they're not yet married, but they've been together for a wee while. They buy a place called Chateau Merville and they launch a company called Merrival Wines um, and so while they're together they both own this right so Brad Pitt has 60% of the shares and Angelina Jolie has 40% and then when they get divorced in 2016 this was one of their major assets so this ended up actually being split directly in half so both mm-hmm. had 50% of shares by the end and then in 2021 Angelina Jolie she sells her share of the company to another company that basically Brad Pitt didn't want her to. And she would have known that Brad Pitt didn't want her to. So because of this, Brad Pitt, he sues Angelina Jolie, saying that he has the contractual right to refuse any potential sale. So basically, she sold 
to a different company without talking to him about it. And now his company is half owned by someone that he doesn't even want to be owning his company, right? And he thinks that situation was protected, whereas she wouldn't have gone and done this on her own. Her lawyers will be saying, no, we can see a loophole or no, actually, this is within your rights contractually. Absolutely. So... Um, He said that Jolie has knowingly conspired with a rival company that was aiming for a hostile takeover of Maribel Wines. Sounds like a reach. It sounds like a reach. I mean, I don't really know about whether... I don't really know who this company is. I'm sure you can go and deep dive a little further if you're really interested in this. But there's kind of more to the story. So this lawsuit also claimed, like Brad Pitt also claimed when he sued Angelina Jolie, that he put way more work and financial stake into the winery than she did and that she contributed nothing to its success. And that is something they are supposed to have figured out and put in the... If Brad feels that type of way, he can't say that in hindsight. Yeah, exactly. So... Angelina then countersued Brad, claiming that he was trying to shut her out of the winery and therefore any profits of the winery after they split up in 2016. Side note, all of this is just so always a little bit, it's not funny, but it's a little bit like, really? It's like about people that have so so much money money. and they're, they're arguing over more profit. And it's so interesting because... So much of their money, it's like $23 million each or something like that is tied up in... No, I think it's $23 million altogether is tied up in this winery. Yeah. It's just so strange what rich people fucking, like, like, get themselves into. Yeah, but it's like, that $23 million is probably, like, not that much of their net worth, yeah, both of them. And I it's know. like, you're still caring. Obviously you care, but... I don't know. It's just funny that it's all over profits when it's like, you guys already have so much. It's so ridiculous. So basically Angelina was countersuing and she was saying that Brad Pitt had hatched plans to like secretly move assets and he squandered money on stupid shit like big swimming pools and like bringing stones over from Croatia or something like, you know, shit that he didn't need to spend it on. She also claimed that they had been having negotiations about the winery between the two of them until Brad Pitt and this is in quotes, made an 11th hour demand for onerous and irrelevant conditions, including a provision designed to prohibit Jolie from publicly speaking about the events that led to the breakdown of their marriage. So basically, what he has said is that he has put in negotiations about the winery, like what she can take and what she can sell and whatever it is, like in the agreement that she had to not speak. He put an NDA for her to not speak about any abuse that he put on her or the children in public. In the winery agreement. Yeah. So she was happy with the agreement, except for this hush clause, right? Yeah. So she was not all good about this NDA, and therefore she kind of went on her own agenda to do what she wished with the winery. So what we are actually talking about in terms of this whole conversation which sparks allegations of abuse and the what we've just discussed is the context of how this came up. Right? Yeah, why we're now hearing why about Why we're now hearing claims. about this is because it's now coming up in 2020 when this actually... In 2022, sorry, God... <laughs> When this happened in 2016, these abuse claims. So these are allegations that Jolie 
Angelina Jolie yep. had against Brad Pitt, okay. um, saying that when the couple and the six of their children flew from France to California, and this is in quotes, Pitt choked one of the children and struck another in the face, that he grabbed Jolie by the head and shook her, and that he poured beer on Jolie, and he also poured beer on and red wine on the children. So I think they were having a fight, mm-hmm. obviously, and things allegedly got physical, and then the FBI got involved, and for those of you who are really interested in the story, I think there's a lot more digging to do about the FBI, and because we just don't have time today, yeah. because this is a short episode, I'm not really going to go into it. But basically, the FBI got involved, but then they were kind of like, no, we're not going to press charges, and I don't know whether that's because of Brad Pitt's influential position, or yeah. like, you know, all of these things... I wonder why the FBI got involved in the first place. I think Jolie got the FBI involved. And then she has now been wondering why that kind of got redacted. Yeah. Anyway, that's a whole thing that you can absolutely look into. But this all led to Angelina Jolie filing for divorce. And I think that there were rumors about this plane ride and that certain things had been released but the details of it hadn't and that's why it's coming back out also a email from Angelina Jolie to Brad Pitt has surfaced on TikTok which was actually found in a court document I don't know how TikTok surfaced got. on TikTok yeah. I mean isn't that the way of the world absolutely TikTok oh. sleuths oh honest to god they're very good at their jobs yes. so this email was basically of Angelina Jolie telling Brad Pitt that she couldn't be involved in an alcohol business anymore because of the impact alcohol has had on their family so this is going back to the winery she didn't want to be involved with it and it's like this super emotional letter and basically saying like oh this is the you know the place where we first brought the twins this is where we got married yeah and then now it's been like the destruction of our family yeah intertwined with your alcohol abuse and you wanting to own an alcohol company when you know the devastation that it has had yeah yeah so i mean there is more to the story i'm sure more will be coming out and i'm sure that brad pitts said certain stuff in retaliation to whatever Angelina Jolie is coming out in the media. Also really interesting that some people are just wanting to shit on Angelina Jolie because... That's what we do to women on the internet. That's what we do. Yeah, honestly, it's really interesting, really sad. Yeah. Um, And it's been interesting to watch, even without the context, the kids who seem... Ruby said this mm -hmm. the other day, who seem to be really sticking by Angelina. I mean, at the end of the day... The kids were there. Totally. And I think at the moment she does actually have custody of the kids. I mean, some of her kids are like 21. Yeah. So the kids that are under 18, Mm. she, I think, does have custody over and he has like visiting rights or something like that. But yeah, so a lot of shit going down between Brad and Anne. So I feel like two stories that we'll be following up Mm -hmm. because it, it feels like we've gotten... Half, half or one of, side of each of these stories for and sure so we will be coming back to you with them Liv I want to know if you've got anything on your radar on my radar is that movie that you were talking about Lucy I was about to say Finn. is this what's on your radar um, on my radar is um not 
a thing that I'm about to watch, but thing that I just watched that I've been mm-hmm. recommending to people. Luckiest Girl Alive. Massive content warning for sexual assault and also um, school shooting. However, it's got Mila Kunis in it. It's actually really good. Like... I mean, me and Liv just did a whole episode about how we're not film critics or anything like that, but keeps you engrossed the whole time. You don't really expect some of what's coming, and just Mila Kunis' acting is oh, amazing. I feel like I haven't seen anything with Mila Kunis in for a yeah. really long time. Also, what's on my radar is the book that I've just started reading that you just gave me. Carrie Soto is back. Yes, which is by our favourite... Taylor Jenkins Reid. So really excited about that. I have been in a serious reading slump recently. I think it's because I read a whole lot of like nonfiction. And then my imagination station has just been completely not there. Completely empty. So I just need a really easy read to get me back into the rhythm of things. And I'm already like a chapter or so through and I'm loving it. Oh, so good. Anyway, it's been wonderful coming to you all from the road. Um, we have to say a big thank you. Oh my gosh, why do we never do this? To Ruby for editing this podcast. Oh my God, always. We've got no TI here butler right now. No, we are we solo are, gals. So if it sounds a little funky, it's because we're in a camper van mm-hmm. and we can't really apologize for it because we're still giving y'all an episode. Exactly. <laughs> we have tried our darndest. Yes. Anyway, we'll see you next week from back in the studio, everyone. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.